Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Thursday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Good morning, how good are you? Good morning, I'm good. Excellent, you look good. Gee, thanks. You don't smell good, but you look good. <laughs> thanks a lot. You're welcome. All right, what do we have for stories this morning? Oh, we got tons of stuff going on. Um... Virtual queues. It seems like every day we talk about the virtual boarding parties and yeah, virtual Yeah, well, queues. I mean, this is kind of the big thing. If you're planning a trip and you want to see Rise of the Resistance, you need to be on top of what's going on with boarding groups and how they're distributing them. Because if you're not fully up to date on what's going on, you're not going to get on Rise of the Resistance. Right. So the change now is that they are not opening these virtual queues until the opened advertised hours. Um, so they have made the advertised hours earlier which um, lately it's been 7 o'clock. And previously they were letting people in at 6-ish and you'd be able to get uh, your boarding passes ahead of time. Now they are still letting people in earlier. Um, the last I read, they, people were getting let in around 6.30. But when you get through the gates, there's no um, virtual boarding passes available until it hits the 7 o'clock mark. Oh, I mean, it, it kind of levels the playing field, but if you're letting, you know... 5,000 people into the park in that half hour, then that window opens up for 5,000 people at the same time. But it's at the same time. So there's no sense in getting there super early. Right. You know, you might want to be there so that you can get through when they open the gates. So if they're going to open the gates at 630, maybe you do want to be there at six o'clock. So you can be sure to get through, you know, be sort of somewhere in the park that you're comfortable to be able to snag the boarding group right at seven o'clock but if you're there um even if you're just in line to get in the parks at seven o'clock i don't think there's any doubt that you're going to be able to get a boarding pass it might not be for the time you want right and it's making it harder for people to plan their day because i i feel like before people were getting there super early the earlier you got there the earlier your boarding group was and you could do the first half of your day in um hollywood studios and be done with it. Mm-hmm. If you weren't super on top of getting there for like 4.30 or 5 a.m., then you knew you'd get in there, you'd get your pass, um, and then either leave for a while or you had a full day to spend in the park before your, your time. So you sort of knew that was going to be the case. Now it's sort of a crapshoot as to what time you're going to get right. or, you know, what number of boarding group, which translates to sort of what time of the day. Right. So. All right. Stay on top of it. Yeah. All right, and also at Hollywood Studios, there was a big surprise in the Frozen sing-along. That's right. Actor Josh Gad, who you may know as the voice of Olaf, <clears throat> excuse me, in both Frozen and Frozen 2, uh, appeared at the, um, for the first time in forever, a Frozen sing- sing-along celebration, uh, which is a pretty fun show about the... It's not necessarily the story of Frozen, but it's a retelling of Frozen by two storytellers in the, from the town of Arendelle. And special guests show up and whatnot. And, it's, and they put, like, the, the words on the screen, and you do, they have the kids sing along. Right. Well, everybody sing along, not just the kids. So, um, as I said, Josh Gad appeared, and uh, he came up at the end of the show and spoke to the audience and then sang In Summer, which is uh, Olaf's signature song. Awesome. Okay. The There's a new uh, contest. <clears throat> it's an NFL experience contest. And what do you have to do to enter? That's right. So the NFL is celebrating its 100th anniversary this year. And the 30th, I believe it's been 30 years now since they've been doing the I'm going to Disney World, I'm going to Disneyland ads. And they are uh, 
they have a thing called 100 Experiences of a Lifetime. Uh, and one of their experiences is that you are going to have a day celebrating with Super Bowl champions in uh, Walt Disney World. So you have to send a video of yourself doing the I'm going to Disney World uh, tagline and then explain why you deserve to make the trip. You have to tag at NFL and at NFL uh, 100 contest uh, to be entered. So it all involves hashtags and whatnot. I don't get it. The kids do. Um, and the prize is that you not only get to meet the Super Bowl champion and MVP, you get to ride in the parade and then spend a night in the Cinderella uh Suite in inside Cinderella Castle in the Dream Suite. Very cool. Yeah. Are you working on what you're going to do for your video? Uh, no. There Aww. will probably be no video. Aww. I know. But you're usually so lucky with these things. I know. Maybe not this year, though. Okay. Um, at Disney Cruise Line, some of the members of uh, the... the um, what am I trying to say? Not the cast. The cruise Line? Thank you, crew the crew. Members. Some of the members of the crew are spreading cheer to folks at the ports that they visit. That's right. Um, so just, uh, you know, it's a little story recounting uh, the holiday season and that crew members from the four ships and Castaway Key, Captain Minnie and Mickey, have delivered gifts to more than 1,500 children in hospitals, schools, and children's care facilities uh, to show their gratitude to the locals. Nice. Um, Villains After Hours has been a very successful add-on at the Magic Kingdom. Um, and for in the new year... They're going to be adding some new stuff. What are they adding? That's right. Well, uh, Disney's Villains After Hours returns to the Magic Kingdom for 24 nights, uh, select nights, uh, beginning February 7th. And they are adding a Villains Caravan, um, which is going to have... Uh, the, the caravan follows Maleficent, uh, Maleficent the Dragon as she creeps through the park. The procession is going to include Gaston, Oogie Boogie, Cruella DeVille, Captain Hook, and more. Um, there are no character greetings at this event, um, but you're going to see Hades and Meg from Hercules um, in the Villains Unite the Night show, which will also star Jafar, the Queen, Dr. Facilier, and Maleficent. There's going to be a dance party. Woo! Um, there's going to be a, a DJ spinning hits on the Cinderella Castle stage. Um, there's going to be villain-inspired enhancements at Pirates of the Caribbean and Space Mountain, which probably means they've just stuck a guy in there. <laughs> um, and then there are going to be photo opportunities. Uh, of course, there's going to be you know special event foods and snacks. And then there will be access to 25 attractions and experiences. You know, not every uh, not every ride is open, not every attraction is available, but there will be uh, more than 25 running. Um, villains after hours can be purchased. Uh, for $145 plus tax, or uh, if you pre-purchase, or $155 plus tax on the event night. Um, annual pass holders and DVC members get a $20, uh, $30 discount. Um, and you can get into the park as early as 7 p.m. So uh, you can go to DisneyWorld.com slash Villains After Hours or contact the Disney Reservation Center or your travel agent to purchase the tickets. Very nice. There's a new Dooney and Burke purse, well, just collection in general. I guess it's not just a purse out now. Um, it's quite attractive. Okay. I, I don't uh, usually like these that much, and I'm actually not a huge cat person, but they're really cute. Um, it's a bright pink sort of fuchsia um, background with uh, the Aristocats in poses from their scenery. It's nice. 
It is. It's uh, a lot of like French cafe uh, scenes. Or sitting, yeah, sit, or sitting on fancy chairs. You know, all the. It's you know very. I don't know, very French. It's like they took really like shots directly from the art for the movie and, right. and placed it on there. Yeah, so. it, it is a nice bag, and I'm not a, a Dooney and Burke snob either. Mm-hmm. Definitely one to check out. Um, and in the at the Disneyland Resort, they're having a little bit of trouble with transportation from the airports to the resort. What's going on? Uh, well, it's not necessarily trouble. It's uh, stuff is ending. I think that's trouble. <laughs> yeah, that, that is trouble. Uh, Super Shuttle, which is a nationwide fleet of shuttles that service major metropolitan areas. Um, they run the Universal Shuttle uh, down in Orlando. Um, but uh, they, are, they are ending business. So Super Shuttle is closing as of December 31st. Uh, and they are an option for getting from Los Angeles International out to Anaheim. And then the Disneyland Resort Express, which is operated by Coach USA uh, from both Los Angeles International and John Wayne Airport, is going to be ceasing operation as of January 7th. Um, so, uh, you know, if you have one of these um, and it's booked through Disney, Disney is offering to move you to the Carmel Shuttle, uh, which currently provides service to good neighbor hotels. Uh, they will make that move at no additional charge. Uh, but really, your only other option right now is uh, third-party transportation because they don't really have a transportation network. Yeah, I feel like Uber was the way to go anyway when we mm-hmm. were out there. Uh, it's just, I don't know, easier. I guess if you're one person, maybe not so much. It's probably more expensive to get the Uber. But if you're two or more, I think uh, Uber is probably less expensive and you don't have to book anything ahead. Right. So, uh, I don't know. I feel like that's the way to go. Um, if you are shopping at Mouse Gears soon, which is located in Epcot, um, you're going to have to do a little more searching to find the registers because due to construction, uh, things are moving around. Yeah, they've just got a, a section of registers on like rolling temporary tables. Um, is this part, is this the beginning of the renovations? People don't know. There's, there's not, you know, nothing's been cordoned off yet but they're moving registers onto temporary tables seems weird that that's the first move it just looks kind of like a you know like something you would see in a mall (laughs) yeah like christmas time they set up some extra some some extra temporary registers yep oh well um at disney springs they are replacing bongos with beatrix Uh, how is that coming along well uh bongos is almost completely down uh they've been doing the demolition uh and, you know, there's a big construction wall up. That building was two stories. Uh, so, obviously, there's this just this big pile of rubbish yeah, uh, construction I did, material there. I didn't realize that they were completely knocking the thing to the ground and then rebuilding. You know, mm-hmm. when something is going in up the place of another, I usually assume they're just renovating an existing building. Right. And that is definitely not the case. No. Um, but when all is said and done, uh, Beatrix Health Food Restaurants, Coffee House, and Grab and Go Market will exist on the uh, former Bongo's uh, pad site. Yeah. Um, so if you were a big fan of Bongo's, uh, you know, it's we're, almost gone. We're so sorry for you. The, the, the tough thing is that if you're going into uh, Haleo, you know, you see this gigantic... It is not attractive. ...steel and broken concrete, and, it, yeah, it's not pretty. It's really ugly, but it's also not going to be pretty for a while, because even though that will be all the way to the ground and removed, then you're going to start to see, you know, construction. So, um, it's going to look un- unattractive for quite some time. Yeah. Okay, you know what's not unattractive? You? <laughs> Lightning McQueen. Yes. 
He's very he's very sexy as far as cars go. Um, but as you know, we have brought you all of the other bus wrap information. Um, and there is a new Cars Lightning McQueen bus wrap on the buses in Walt Disney World. Um, this one features Lightning McQueen and Mater racing through the canyons around the Cadillac Range. Um, and it's 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 nice. It is nice. You know? It's bright and colorful. A lot of red, a little oranges, mm-hmm. and some greens. It's nice. All right. Um, at Epcot in the Land Pavilion, they are putting in the Awesome Planet movie, and the signage has been replaced from the temporary signage to a permanent Awesome Planet sign. Yes, in the Harvest Theater. Well, the old Harvest Theater. I guess it'll be the new like Awesome Planet Theater now. Um, the sign is three D. Uh, it is. Um, it's not a solid color. It is. It looks like a projection, uh, you know, a satellite picture uh, from space of the Earth and the Earth's curvature. So that's built into the uh, into the signage. It still does say underneath it coming soon, um, but it's better than the old. Uh, but the coming soon part is temporary. Right. That's just like a little <laughs> cardboard sign. Like a little sign. banner or something. Yeah. So um, definitely looking more permanent and um, excited for that. Do we know what the opening date is set to be for that? Uh, there's a bunch of stuff opening in Epcot on January 17th which is during the Festival of the Arts. And on that day, you will get the Awesome Planet movie, the new uh, movie in Canada, the new movie in China, the sing-along with Belle over in France. Hmm. So that stuff's all scheduled to open January 17th. Hmm. Maybe that's what we should do with our day after our cruise. Maybe. Maybe we should go to Epcot and see these new things. Maybe. Let's let's discuss more of our family stuff with everybody listening. And by everybody, I mean... Like the, the six the, people who listen to us. No, there's more like a uh, hundred people. And, and, and most of them are our family. friends. Right. <laughs> so it's fine. Um, they have new refillable mugs that are available for an upcharge because they're just nicer than the uh, standard plastic refillable mugs at the resorts. Um, these new ones that came out are for Star Wars New Hope. Um, they are insulated and vacuum sealed. So you're supposed to be able to have your hot stay hot for four hours and your cold stay cold for 12. Um, if you have a free mug as a part of the dining plan, you can pay a $10 upgrade charge. So those are nice. They're not as nice as the Skyliner ones, but they're nice. That's right. And if you don't have the Disney dining plan, this mug will run you $29.99. Um, I must correct Cheryl because I'm a Star Wars geek and it's not Star Wars New Hope. It is Star Wars A New Hope. Which oh, I'm sorry, I forgot an A. Even I don't go by that title because Episode Four to me has always been Star Wars, and then they changed it to Star Wars: A New Hope. It hmm. will always be Star Wars, um, but it's a it's a nice mug. It's uh, Luke prior to um, prior to the adventures in A New Hope, and uh, he's standing on Tatooine in front of his uh, land speeder, um, and then C three PO and R two are uh, standing very close by. So. Uh, it's nice. It's got the, the dual sons of Tatooine on it. And um, I might have to add this cup to my collection. Yeah, I know. What are we going to do? We're going to have, we have all these dumb refillable mugs from all the times that we've gone, the plastic ones. And now I want the Skyliner one and you want the Star Wars one. And we're there for like one six night. Hours. <laughs> yeah. Literally like six hours. Yeah. How many refills do you think we can get? 42. <laughs> 
All right, so that's our show for today. It's pretty short, um, but we're coming into the Christmas week, and uh, we got stuff to do. Yeah, we're probably going to have maybe some adjusted hours because we're not like recording on Christmas. And I mean, if if you're not commuting, we're not recording. So keep that in mind if you're looking for our show and you don't find one. There you go. So until tomorrow, I'm Tony, and I'm Cheryl, and you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. All sixty of you. <laughs>